Welcome to Extraterrestrial Reality. Well, it appears that uh, retired Army Colonel Carl Nell might become the next director of the All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, or ARRO. Uh, now, as we all know, Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick, who's the director right now, is uh, he's going to be res he's resigning. He'll be gone by the end of this year, uh, but his replacement has not yet been named. Uh, but it sounds like, according to uh, Ross Coltart, the Australian uh, investigative journalist, uh, it sounds like it, there's a chance that Carl Nell, who I was talking about uh, last week a lot, uh, is going to become uh, the next director. We don't know that for sure yet. And, and of course, uh, a lot of people in the UFO community, including Ross Coltart himself, uh, thinks you know we, we, it remains to be seen because uh, Carl Nell, as we all know, is someone who stands by whistleblower David Grush. Uh, so it's hard to imagine the Pentagon choosing a director of who uh, like someone like Carl Nell because Carl Nell is not someone who seems interested in maintaining the cover-up and that's what the pentagon obviously is interested in maintaining the cover-up but hey if it happens it'd be awesome we'll, we're gonna see but anyway here's a, a little clip from need to know it's a youtube channel that where ross coltart and bryce zabel uh talk about the the topic and uh uh here's what he had to say about the possibility of army colonel carl nell becoming the next arrow director well i'm sure you I'm sure we both have heard things and people are talking and uh, on uh, the internet, but I don't know that I'm, I'm seeing anything definitive. I know um, that uh, one of your sources from your book was one of the people. Is that Carl Nell? Um, that was one of the people. Um, that, he, was actually, about? he was a source for Leslie Kane and Ralph Blumenthal for their debrief story. Right. And he, he provided right. yes. the support for David Grush in the original uh, David Grush story that appeared in the in the debrief that broke the story of David Grush, and he unequivocally backed David Grush to the hilt as a person of um, integrity and and vouched for what he was saying, which is quite extraordinary because one he's a full bird colonel, and two he's a hugely well respected person inside the uh, the U.S. defence community. And yes, I've heard his name is being mooted as a potential candidate, but. There are other names, and I know there's a pushback from defence. Um, the Defence Department, I'm sure, are very probably going to be trying to get their own candidate. Frankly, I do not for the life of me, Bryce, I'll have this say, I do not for the life of me understand why, if this is meant to be an oversight body, reviewing the integrity of the Defence Department and heeding the requirements of law to ensure that they've done the right thing as far as oversight goes and transparency on UAPs, why the hell do we give the Pentagon or the intelligence community any input at all into the appointment of who it would be? And uh, I think this is just a sad reflection on the extent of the power of the, the national security establishment in Washington, that um, even though I hear that Colonel Carl Nell is by far and away the most exemplary candidate for the job, it's still a subject of some debate yeah. inside the defense hierarchy who gets the job. Well, there you got it. There you have it. Um, so... Uh, it, now, of course, as we all know, last week, I, I was actually a week ago today, uh, I interviewed uh, Jason Schertz, who runs the new YouTube channel Beyond Strangeness. And uh, on his YouTube channel, he had this really good 16-minute uh, long video that he put together talking about Carl Nell and who he is. 
uh, and the fact that no, the mainstream media has not really been talking about Carl Nell too much, uh, and when, when they really should have been, because uh, he basically stood by, and he stands by, whistleblower David Grush. Of course, David Grush, the retired Air Force official who uh, basically testified before Congress earlier this year, but before that, he actually appeared on an interview on News Nation, interviewed by Ross Coltart, by the way, and he also was the subject of an article that appeared in the debrief uh, where he basically Grush stated that uh, uh, that of course the there there is a crash retrieval program as well as reverse engineering program of uh, of of objects that are of non-human origin, and uh, he said that there's a big cover up and that he he not only was he told this by many people within the Pentagon and the in, within these secret programs, but he was also shown shown uh, documentation that corroborated everything. And Carl Nell, in that debrief article, made this statement. His assertion, he's meaning meaning Grush's assertion, concerning the existence of a terrestrial arms race occurring sub rosa over the past 80 years focused on reverse engineering technologies of unknown origin is fundamentally correct, as is the indisputable realization that at least some of these technologies of unknown origin derive from non-human intelligence. So Carl Nels obviously knows things just as much as David Grush knows about these things. So if he were to become the director of Arrow, I'm sure that he would have, uh, he would know better on how to get to the bottom of things, more so than Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick. But again, see, the Pentagon is the one who chooses this person to be director. So I don't know. I, I, I have trouble imagining Carl Nell being named the director of Arrow. But hey, Right, that's he. He is one of the candidates, according to Ross Coltart. So we're going to see how this all plays out, and I think it's it's very important because if you have someone like this in charge of Arrow, then I think you're going to get some more answers. I I would imagine you're going to get some more answers. I can't imagine that he's just going to be a, a, a face for the Pentagon, it's just a, just a, a stooge for the Pentagon, like apparently Sean Doctor Sean Kirkpatrick uh, was or is still actually he's still the director. But anyway, there were some people talking about this. Here was a, on Twitter, here was Mike Colangelo, who's a, a presence on UFO Twitter, always uh, giving us some good uh, commentary on the on the whole topic. He says, Ross Coltart and Bryce Abel say that Carl Nell is one of the candidates for the new director of Arrow. There is some pushback, though, from the Department of Defense. As you know, Carl Nell supported David Grush in the debrief article and agrees that the United States has crash retrieval programs with non-human craft. Uh, he received some different comments here. Here was a comment from uh, Decadentia, who says, It doesn't really matter as the director of Arrow isn't really in charge of anything. It's more of a ceremonial position set up as a lightning rod for public criticism uh, criticism of top-secret U.S. government programs. He's not, quote, running, end quote, anything. Uh, so there's some people who don't uh, think that this is going to happen or that it will matter in the end of, of who becomes director. Uh, Christian Morales says, I think it's a hot potato. I think that Arrow knows a lot more. I know they know that it's not Russian or Chinese. No way. There's a reason why they can't say it's non-human intelligence. Some elites will do everything it takes to prevent that. So the job is a hot potato. Who wants to lie to the public? Now, so basically, Christian Morales is believe, believes that it's uh, that maybe Carl Nell might not want to take that job or because he might be forced to lie to the public. Uh, like some people suspect Sean Kirkpatrick was forced to do. Um, and then somebody else says here, Turbo BMR says, if Department of Defense doesn't like him, then 
then hire him. Well, yeah, <laughs> if the Department of Defense doesn't want him to be in the position, they will not hire him. That's the whole problem. That's the whole, like, just like Ross Coltart points out, uh, like, it doesn't make any sense, right? I mean, if you're getting someone to do an investigation into this, you're allowing the, the people who are basically guilty of this cover-up, picking the person that they want to be the director of the investigation. It doesn't make any sense. And that's what Coltart is saying. And I, I, a lot of us, everybody in the UFO community has been saying that. It doesn't make any sense. The Department of Defense picks the person that's going to run the investigation. <laughs> well, where's that going to get us? I mean, if they do that. Now, uh, it'd be interesting the fact that if, if they were to choose someone like Carl Nell, be, just because of the things he said in the past, but I, I can't imagine it. But hey, if it happens... Uh, that should be interesting. But then a lot of people are going to start thinking other things. Oh, well, maybe Carl Nell was a plant from the beginning and he's he's going to go in there and then just say, yeah, you know what? I thought there was something to it, but I, you know what? I'm wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong from the beginning. I guess you'll have you'll hear that if he finds nothing. Because let me tell you something. There is something there. There's no question about it, right? There's no doubt. Uh, here's what somebody else says. Joe Maristella says, if, if Nell does end up getting the job, it could be a sign that the government is starting to take these claims more seriously or that Grush is a plant. Ha ha. Well, again, the government, see, a lot of people say that like, even a lot of the uh, mainstream news articles you read about this, it will say something like, Oh, the government's taking UFOs more seriously these days. Like the Pentagon's taking them more serious. They've always been taking them seriously. You just didn't know about it. The mainstream media never paid attention to it. They, they've always been taking UFOs seriously. There's no question about it. Uh, of Christopher Sharp, of course, he's the, uh, founding uh, founder and also editor in chief of the, of, uh, uh, of Liberation Times, which which really does a great job, as I talked about in the past, of covering uh, the Pentagon and UFO subject. He says, Carl Nell should be appointed director of Arrow. Putting someone who has a track record of standing by the whistleblowers is the only way to credibly lead this effort. And as we know from Jason Schertz, uh, Carl Nell's background is it's impeccable. I mean, this guy... He's not just an army colonel. He's worked for different uh, defense contractors like Northrop Grumman. And it's just an incredible, I'm not going to talk about, get into it all here again. It's, it's, it's very lengthy, his career. If you were to go through his career, it's, it's an incredible uh, different, all the different positions that he's held. I mean, at the highest levels. Uh, and for him, and and that's why it's important to have someone like him because he's saying that this stuff is true. And you make him the director, then he's gonna he's gonna root it out. You would hope, you would think, unless the Pentagon just does the same thing to him as it's done to uh, people like Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick. Who knows? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, anyway, uh, here, here was a comment. In, in, uh, someone responded to Christopher Sharp, and this was Paul Reddington. He said, it would be great if he did, but the gatekeepers are not going to go down that this easily. Yes, I, I, 
it would be great. But again, you have to wonder what are the gate? Do you need the gatekeepers? Want someone like Carl Nell in there as the director of Arrow? I don't, I don't know about that. Or maybe they don't even care because maybe they just realize in, in their in their minds, hey, he could be, we we could name anybody. They can name anybody they want as the director. It doesn't matter, right? But guess what? We're not we're still not going to tell them anything. That's that's that could be their position. Who knows? Uh, here's somebody else said the the bearded UFO guy Gaz says Nell. Lou Elizondo or even Grush would be great. Yeah, wouldn't it? But you're not going to see that. No way. <laughs> uh, no no chance. Lou Elizondo is the director of Arrow. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, here's uh, somebody. Johnny Messiah says this. Says, from what we know about Carl Nell, due, due to speak at, to the Saul Foundation tomorrow, I think, his appointment could indicate a sea change for Arrow or indeed a possible marker for the D word, the disclosure word. His credentials are apparently of the highest level. Yes, they are. His credentials are of the highest level. And yes, uh, Carl Nell will be speaking at the Saul Foundation at Stanford University on Saturday. And he's going to be talking about uh, uh, controlled disclosure. So again, it's going to be, it would be very difficult to imagine the Pentagon choosing someone like this, someone who's pro-disclosure uh, to a position that they, they get to pick the person. Well, why would they pick Nell, who's pro-disclosure, when obviously the Pentagon doesn't want to disclose a thing about this. They keep uh, covering this up. I mean, we, we shouldn't even have to have something like Arrow. We, it, we, we have enough right now. The, 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 the people who are in the secret control group could step, to, step up right now and just tell us the truth and end all of this, and we wouldn't even need an, an Arrow office to investigate this stuff. Just tell us what you already know, because they already have information on this. Why do we got to play this stupid game? Uh, yes. Uh, and here's something from Klaus, who's also a presence on UFO Twitter. He says, I think people are going to be blown away by Nell's knowledge of the UAP subject and dedication to transparency. Yes, they would be from everything we've learned so far about Carl Nell. People would be blown away, uh, by, by the things that he knows. And I think that he would be a great director for Arrow, but again, we don't know if it's ever really going to happen, but he has to be better than Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick. Now, Kirkpatrick this past week, uh, he was on, uh, he, he was actually in a uh, Hayden uh, pr- uh, conference and he was talking about his, his tenure as, as the director of Arrow and he was asked some certain questions. And uh, basically what I got out of listening to this, there's a segment here I'm going to play for you guys. Uh, th- what I got out of this was, the, was he basically... Yeah, he was at the Hayden Center, and he, he made some statements talking about how he, he dealt with uh, uh, information that was given to him by whistleblowers. And basically, like, a whistleblower would come to come to Arrow and give him a, a, a code word for some program that this whistleblower found out about that, that's dealing with uh, reverse engineering or crash retrieval programs. And then... Uh, from that point, he just con- uh, the Arrow Kirkpatrick will, or, or and or Kirkpatrick somebody from Arrow or Kirkpatrick himself will contact the department where this program is supposed to be, and they just simply ask a question, uh, say, "Is this program real or not?" And by law, according to according to Kirkpatrick, they have to tell him yes or no. But wh- who knows? He, that's all he's doing is just contacting and giving them a giving giving them a quick call and finding out finding out what the program really is. And then they're not, they can give him whatever answer they want and he just moves on. Apparently, from what we heard at this uh, this Hayden Center conference, uh, he, he doesn't go to the locations where, where some whistleblowers are telling him this is where they're storing this uh, recovered craft that, that that's alien in nature. They're not going, he's not going to look at it. But anyway, listen to this, listen to this uh, uh, segment from that uh, Hayden uh, Center conference. 
And some of these are, are quite challenging, but since you're on your way out, I have a feeling that you won't mind getting fired early. Um, <laughs> uh, one question, when Arrow was first stood up, you were quoted as saying, I have all the access I need. Um, can you speak to the status of the office, whether it's intelligence title, Title 50, where do you get your authority to do the investigation that you're doing? So the authority comes from uh, legislation, which is law. It mm -hmm. also comes from uh, DOD, IC, DOE, DHS, NASA, right? And all the, all the associated archives and whatnot. There is a, we have set up a security construct that they have all agreed to in order to how we handle the ingestion of material and information as people want to come in. Mm -hmm. um, we have a process, a very, very rigorous process that say, let's say Shane wants to come in and confess his sins and tell me all about you know, the, the code words that he, he knows. Um, I, I remember that. I remember that later. <laughs> It'll be on the record, right? Yeah, right. Um, he can come into our facility. We have a, 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 an accredited facility to handle all of that. Mm -hmm. He may not even know who owns those code words, mm -hmm. right? right? So he can come in, tell us. We, we document all that. And then all of those, um, org all those title organizations that I just named, right, we will pick out of his statement, hey, he said Flying Wombat was a, was a program for reverse engineering. Do we, do we have Flying Wombats? N no, <laughs> well, we don't. But it's one of my favorite names that if I, I ever like got that. to name a SAP program, it would be that one. Right. right. Well, you can have kids. I, 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 have, I have one. She won't do it. Um, <laughs> so we take Flying Wombat and his description of it, and we separate it from him because we have to protect him. Yeah. Right, and then we give that to ODNI, CAPCO, uh, OSD, SAPCO, DOE, IN, um, DHS, SAPCO. You know, all of them, and go. Is this your program? Mm -hmm. If it is, I need the records on that program. Mm -hmm. And they go through, and they'll find it. And you're authorized to get those. And records. We're authorized to get those records yeah. by law, and then they'll provide that to us. Mm -hmm. And we we've done that many many times. Right. And then we will assess that program. Is this program really what he thinks that program is? Mm -hmm. Now, for those of you familiar with how the security constructs of some of our special access programs work, um, very few people actually see that file. And he, as an engineer or an operator, may only be working a piece of that high, and so he may have interpreted this as right. something that it's not. Yeah. Or he may have seen something that he shouldn't have seen. That's an un unauthorized disclosure. Sure. Do um, you come back and tell me what I didn't know, or is it... No, I'm not going to come back and tell okay. you what you didn't know, because right. you're not cleared to right. it, right? Right. Right. right? Now, when he comes in, this is an important piece, when he comes in, right, so he was a previous federal employee working on Flying Wombat, mm -hmm. he signed an NDA for that. He's still allowed to come in and disclose to us, mm -hmm. but he is not exempt from his NDA when he walks out the door and he still has to protect that information.
as you can see, it's absolutely absurd. I mean, he's that's like you're just letting him get away with it. You're just letting him get away with it. He's uh, anyway Joe Mergia, or also known as the UFO Joe, who always talk, always talk about. He's a, another presence on UFO Twitter. He's he offered a comment about this. He says Kirkpatrick is doing his best to retain plausible deniability. He's told cold words and then asks for the records and files of those programs. And when he finds an unremarkable program detailed, he just accepts it and doesn't dig deeper and he certainly doesn't visit the locations to see with his own eyes what they're working on this way he can say i have found no evidence of extraterrestrial or off-world technology and still be telling the truth and basically what uh, mergy basically puts together this is what uh uh he imagines this is how he uh, envisions what what kirkpatrick is telling us he says this they showed me files and told me those were the programs i found nothing that suggested anything non-human if it turns out those files were wrong misleading and covering up the true nature of those programs then i was deceived by someone not my fault yeah that's what it sounds like it sounds like he's just he's really just you know gets some information makes a phone call gets told something and just lets it go doesn't go actually out and do any kind of investigation into it not 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 the investigation that that should that is required that you know that that's not what's happening here uh and then mergy also said i suspect he's been told to do it this way and hasn't pushed back we need someone in arrow who will push back well if it's carl nell if it turns out to be carl nell well that will that should that would be a game changer i think i would hope uh based on carl nell's background and 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 the, his position on this subject he always he's already accepted this for whatever reason uh i, I would imagine he see he of course uh nell said that uh grush is beyond reproach and uh he also says yes everything that he's saying is correct so there are things that nell already knows about i mean nell himself might know where some of these programs are are taking place right now he might know the low some of the locations himself so of course he'd be the ideal candidate to serve as the director of arrow but again as ross coltart pointed out and as many other people in the ufo community will point out it would be amazing if carl nell would be is appointed by the department of defense to head arrow <laughs> Because why, if you want to cover something up, why would you put someone in there who's against that? I, I just, it be, it's hard to imagine. But I guess we'll find out. We'll find out. Oh, yes. Uh, and here, another comment from Mergia. He says here, to be clear, this is my opinion on what's going on. I could be wrong, but if it's correct, why is it happening? Is he being told to do it that way? He's obviously not the one the United States government would want making such an important announcement. When it becomes undeniable, who will be the person who tells the world? We have intact craft of unknown origin and they're non-human dead pilots. Some have said pilots lived for a short time after the crashes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't know. It's very interesting, though. I, I find all of it very interesting. If, I mean, and again, uh, Carl Nell. He, he has an impeccable background. He's someone who's uh, been at the highest levels within the Pentagon and in the industri- military industrial complex. And he's someone who says that there is a crash retrieval and, and reverse engineering programs. If he becomes a director of Arrow, maybe we'll get somewhere. Then uh, I can't imagine him acting like Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick. I just can't see it. But then again, we just don't know. We'll see. Okay, uh, I guess I want to move on here a little bit. I want to talk about um, some of the comments I've received recently from from people uh, on Spotify and on YouTube. 
um, with regard to my most recent episode. I did an episode called, uh, and the title was Flashing Light and Thundering Boom in Minnesota Mystify Federal Officials. And uh, basically, uh, on on Monday evening, of course, as as in that podcast, there was this loud uh, bang, uh, excuse me, a bright flash followed by this very loud boom, and nobody knows what it is. And it's it's something that happens uh, on a regular basis. A lot of times, you just hear about a boom being reported. In this case, there was a la- a bright flash followed by a boom, but it's happening all over the world. Nobody knows what's going on, and nobody knows who's responsible or what what it is. Uh, but uh, I received a lot of comments on it from on YouTube and on Spotify, and uh, here here are some of the comments from the, uh, some of the uh, people who follow me on uh, Spotify. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Walmart clearance says we may never receive a one hundred percent confirmation on on what is making these booms, but my opinion is that it's not aliens. I'm a believer in aliens and UFOs and UAP, but their crafts typically typically do not go boom. Yes, that could very well be the case. It might not have anything at all to do with extraterrestrials whatsoever, uh, uh, and and I did say that say that during the uh, during that podcast. I guess the whole issue is I don't know what it is. I mean, I really don't even know where to begin. Uh, I have no clue. I mean, you could sit there and you, you know, there's all sorts of different kinds of theories out there. You could say, well, may, maybe they're tunneling or under us or something like that. And that they're they're using explosives to make tunnels, or maybe the government's doing it. I mean, there's just so many different. Uh, but there's so many different theories, but all of them sound absurd. I mean, what is going on? We don't have an answer. And it sounds tremendous. These booms are tremendous. Uh, Here's one from Kyle M. In the UK, if a gunshot is reported, the police may have techniques to triangulate the sound and CCTV to pinpoint suspects. Yet when it comes to this stuff, nothing. I'm so sick of the lies. Yes, I'm sick of the lies too. I mean, I mean, we still have nothing. I mean, this is something that's been going on a long time. These mystery booms are going. There's a there was a YouTube channel. It's it's some it's off and on sometimes. Secure Team Ten, very popular UFO channel. Uh, pretty much, I think he only publishes one video a month these days. Uh, but he used to talk about this a lot too. It's been this has been going on a long time. These mystery booms, we have no answers at all. It's like the cattle mutilation. Uh, we we don't really, we never got any answers ever never from any government entity at all never they have they have ideas maybe but there's no conclusive evidence to show uh, uh, what they uh, what causes cattle mutilations or mystery booms we don't know now the cattle mutilations I do believe that that is ex- most certainly in, in a lot of those cases the extraterrestrials are responsible because people saw flying saucers a lot of the times in the vicinity when these uh, events occurred. And there's actually been some people actually saw alien creatures uh, going doing things to the to the uh, cat to cows. There's actually been reports of that. I've, I've actually uh, uh, Linda Moulton Howe on one of her uh, shows, one of her documentaries. I think it might have been the follow-up documentary uh, that she did on this. Though she had the one initially in 1980. Uh, strange harvest but then there was a follow-up i believe in the 90s where she did another one and there was there was i remember there was uh, an incident where two people actually from a distance were watching these alien creatures uh you know move this cow along up some ramp that they couldn't an invisible ramp of some sort so yeah but as far as these booms there's nothing we got nothing uh Here's from Max Collins. I said he says I definitely don't mean to be a Debbie Downer, but my best guess would be some young and messing around with chemistry and rocketry, very similar looking to SWAT style gadgets. Um, 
Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, anything's possible here. We just don't have any answers from authorities on this. I mean, it, it could be. Maybe it is some kids that are getting hold of some, some, something that makes loud sounds like that, and they and they're able to get away with it continuously all over the world on a regular basis. I, I don't know. That could be it. I don't know. Someone else here says, uh, Mollert uh, says, looked like a firework to me. Could have been. I don't know. But if it is, well, what? Who, I mean, that's what kind of firework is it, though? I mean, we're talking over in a, a large region where people's windows are rattling and car alarms are going off. I mean, if it was a firework of some sort, I mean, are they blasting? I mean, somebody would have, it would have blasted, it would have to blast right out some side someone's house and someone to see the blast itself. I I don't know if that's the case. It, it could be, but it doesn't make, I mean, what kind of firework is it that's rattling windows and, and causing car alarms to go off, causing stuff to fall off shelves? It's, it's something powerful. The ground is quaking, but yet it's not an earthquake. Uh Here's another one. Uh, this is from Fred. Uh, he's talking about Mick West. Mick West has a bug-sized brain. Loud Boom's number one industry in West Virginia. Meth labs, wild guess. ETs in a beef over Earth-firing weapons at one another. Space Force particle beam blasting UFOs. Hey, anything's possible, right? Uh, Orest Katoff says they're called skyquakes. Pretty interesting and still unexplained. Check in Wikipedia. Uh and here's Sam O'Ryan says, I think the explosions are most likely kids playing with acetylene bombs. YouTube, YouTube it. They are extremely loud. Oh, well, if it, that's what it is, maybe acetylene bombs. We still have, we don't, we, no one's ever been caught doing this yet, though. Maybe it is, but no one's been caught doing it yet. Uh, Molly888 says, they had, they had them down the shore in Wildwood last year. I always think it's got to be dynamite underground used by the government who are boring tunnels, building bases or something. Yeah, we're just left with no answers all the time on this one. And now I'm going to shoot over to YouTube to see some of the comments on it from here. Uh, Quacks Too Much says, I'm guessing it's, it is probably military. A few years ago, several times over about a two-week period, I saw extremely blight, bright lights, about like lightning, coming from the ground on the nearby Vandenberg Air Force Base, now Space Force Base, and accompanied by extremely by an extremely loud boom. The first time I heard it, it, I looked for a nuclear bomb, but it was about five or six miles away, and I saw no fireball. These explosions were at night. It hasn't happened now for a few years. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to go through some more comments here. Uh, if I didn't, here's from Gray Owl. If I didn't know better that there are that there sounds an awful lot like rod knocking under the hood of a nuclear powered TR3B. Better get that craft in for a service before she melts down. Uh, and then, of course, in addition to the video, there was actually uh, uh, in in that podcast that there was actually a little section of a video, a surveillance video that's uh, from a resident that you could see the flash and then hear the explosion. Uh, just shortly afterward, there was also another video take that from taken from the same time, around the same time from a local airport uh, in this Minnesota uh, Minnesota community, and uh, in that video you could you could see something flying. Now at first, the, uh, officials thought that this was something, uh, some object flying, and then that was what caused the explosion. That led to the explosion. Uh, however, 
uh, they changed their stance and then later on they said it was a bug. And Oculus Explorer says, that's not an insect. It doesn't take a genius to see that's actually covering ground and off in the distance. Play it in top slow motion and you can clearly see it come from way off in the distance. Um, actually, now if you if you watch the uh, video, I'm going to this is something I haven't talked about yet. Now, I, after I did the podcast, I was checking out the surveillance video with, that shows the boom and you could actually see a streak going through the sky. Uh, I'm going to show that right here right now. You can see, just notice the streak and I'll, I'll, I'll put a circle over the, over that section of video so you can see what I'm talking about. So you see the flash, then you see that streak, and then you hear the boom. So you can actually see some something streaking up there in the sky in the uh, in the other surveillance video, the, the, not the airport one, but the other one. So that's I don't know what that's all about. I didn't notice it the first time I watched it. Maybe that was maybe that has something to do with it. Maybe that object at the airport is does have something to do with it. And maybe it wasn't an insect. Uh, but then Brian O five two three says insect. Period. Some people believe it's an insect though. Uh, Techni9992 says it's a meth lab wizard. Uh, yeah, well, meth labs, when they do blow up, they make a lot of noise. But if it was a meth lab blowing up, I think we would have known about it by this point because authorities would have, there would have been neighbors complaining, I'm sure. Uh, anyway. Oh, I also received a video from Mr. Wilson who says he hasn't really enjoyed my, my videos lately. He says, I hope you make more episodes talking about alien stories and encounter. I love those episodes. I wrote back to him, note it. Uh, and also Gray Owl responded. He says, yeah, if you don't start making Mr. Wilson happier with your content, I guess we'll just have to shut the whole thing down and go back to the drawing board. Okay, yeah, I get what you're talking about. There's just been a lot of stuff going on right now with the government that I thought was important to talk about uh, but yes, I do want to talk about, I love, you know, more than anything, I like talking about alien stories and encounters more than anything. I'm just tired of the cover-up, but there are things happening right now that I think need to be uh, discussed at the same time. But I will be talking about alien stories and encounters in some of my upcoming episodes. In fact, as I've been talking about, I've been, I want to do something, a, a, a bigger episode about missing time. And I actually just finished uh, rereading recently the Allagash abductions. And I'm going to be, this week, I'm going to finish reading uh, Missing Time by Bud Hopkins. And I want to just talk about the implications of missing time, people that experience missing time in so many different cases that the, the, these beings have the ability to base, basically make you forget. You know, I mean, you could be sitting here and I could be sitting here doing this podcast and next thing I know, uh, it's an hour later and maybe the tape will be still, that would be great if actually, you know, if it'd be great to get abducted while I'm in the middle of doing a podcast because then maybe I would have some sort of video evidence to prove it. And, you know, who knows? Maybe it will happen one of these days. But, yeah, uh, yeah, that's something um, uh, I, I do like talking about those kind of things more than than uh, than this government nonsense. This government stuff gets me angry, but it's very important, and I, and I need to talk about it in these podcasts. But anyway, I want to do, and uh, relating to the flashing light and thundering boom in Minnesota, I did do a, a poll on that, and I want to go over that one. And I asked the question on the spot of, on Spotify, what is causing mystery booms? Uh, two people or 3.9% said human enemies. Uh, yeah, could be, maybe, could be human related. Uh, 
Uh, could be some criminals doing it, because uh, it would be considered criminal activity that would most certainly be disturbing the peace, or, or at, at, at the very least, at the very least. I mean, those explosions sound tremendous. Um, 10 people, or 19.6%, say extraterrestrials or non-human intelligence. So not many people, not, not, uh, not even close to the majority, believe that extraterrestrials had a hand in it. 18 people, or 30 5.3% say natural phenomena could be some sort of natural phenomena. Uh, that's certainly true. Could be. I have no idea. And then finally, 21 people or 41.2%, the majority say it's government tests, that the government is doing something and they're just not telling the citizenry about it. Could be the case. I mean, they have no answers. How could they, how could our authorities, have, how could government officials, how could federal officials not know what the hell's going on with these incredibly loud mystery booms? How could they have no answers? Uh, so they, maybe they have no answers because it's them and they can't tell you what they're doing. Maybe that's what it's all about. Hopefully we get an answer pretty soon though. Anyway, I want to say thank you all for joining me until next time.